Yo. Hey. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, Chons, coming on week 10. This is Narf here with Fuse, coming off a big win over me in week 9. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for gift wrapping that win for me, too. So, I didn't gift wrap it for you. I just didn't start kickers and defenses. Well, going into, I think it was a Sunday night game with Oakland, uh, it was pretty close. I was pretty worried you were going to pick up Dan Carpenter Monday night, um, so much so that I thought about dropping someone just so I could pick him up so you wouldn't. So I was 100% going to pick up Dan Carpenter Monday night if I was within like eight points going into Monday was the but threshold in my mind. You, you were because Latavius Murray hadn't gone off yet. Or Sunday night. No, so so Dan Carpenter was playing Monday, and the Sunday night Correct. game, you and Murray and I had Amari Cooper. So I was going to wait to see how we stood after that and then make the call to pick up Carpenter or not. Yeah, I almost picked him up before that Sunday night game so that you couldn't because he was the only possible person yep. you would have been able to. So, so honestly, that would have been a smart move by you, but it didn't matter because Murray had like 100 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he went off. He's been great, and he's going to be getting a lot of work the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean their their O line is really good. If he get if he gets yeah. carries, that's all you need. Like he's not great himself, but if he just gets carries, that's good enough. Yeah, and he's going to be the lead back. Uh, I mean he he isn't a committee there, but he is the lead back still, and he's getting all the goal line touches. Yeah, so so like I I made a few conscious decisions in that matchup. I I did I wanted to win, but I'm also I didn't think I was desperate for a win and didn't want to drop the Cardinals D or Guskowski. I know Guskowski hasn't been great, but I still think they're both uh, like advantages of those positions. So who did you, whoever D you had put up three points Thursday night. I forget who it was. Um, I, Tennessee, Tennessee over Jacksonville. Right. And, I had Matt Ryan, and I had Matt Ryan go Thursday sucks. night, and he put up like 30 points. Yeah, I think we made the bet for our game like in the first half when Matt Ryan had like three picks in like five points. Yeah, honestly, I wasn't even watching. I forget what I was doing, but you texted me. It was like, is the bet still on? And I, I probably knew that Matt Ryan was not having a good game, but I, I wasn't going to back down anyway. So, so I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I was thinking, so like at that decision, at that point, I knew I could pick up Carpenter if I wanted a kicker. And I said, your D only got three points and Matt Ryan gave me 30. So like, I'm not really at that big a disadvantage by not starting a D. I'm down three points against you and Ryan had a good game. So like, I... I kind of thought I still had a decent chance. Um, if it had gone the other way, I, I might have picked up a, a D and dropped uh, like one of my backup running backs. It all suck. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why anyone would keep a kicker on a bye because kickers are so you know uh, expendable. But it's I, I agree with you in general. But I spent a 14th round pick on Guskowski. I went around early, so I'm I'm willing to die with that. Yeah, but he hasn't even been good. I also agree with that, but the first four games without Brady, uh, that that means nothing. He's a fucking kicker. Yeah, I mean, well, they weren't in position to score as much as they would be. Like they're scoring like forty points a game now. But I agree. He's yeah, but they extra, went. He's missing went, extra what, points. He's missing one? field goals. They went three and one. You're right. It, like it, you can't you can't make the argument that they weren't winning and if, playing well because so, they were. You're right, and if there had been a kicker who I thought was who I wanted, I, I probably would have made the move. Like. Justin Tucker was available as of like a week ago, and he's like number two now overall. He's been great, and Anton picked him up. And I yeah. thought about that swap, but I, I should have. I did not do it. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can admit that you basically just gave me fifty dollars, and it was on 
par with you flipping a coin every week for $500, I'm okay with that. So Noah actually just asked me about the coin flip. First of all, the coin flip was every month. And we've actually stopped because the dude I did it with moved to New York, which was the only way out of the contract was someone stops working in Philly. Okay. Um, but now it's even better because every time we see each other, we still flip a coin. And I lost the last one and it really sucked. Do you keep track of what your net is on that bet? Yeah. So actually, sorry, I, I misspoke. It's $100, not $500. Um, oh, so you've been lying to us this whole time. <laughs> probably. If I said 500 I was probably just very excited about it. Yeah, I'm down 9.6 lifetime. So I'm down net 300. Um but I was up 6-2, and I'm on a 7-0 losing streak. It's terrible. I mean, whatever. I won't get into politics and the... <laughs> That's not politics. Coin... It's coin flipping. Well, I was going to say the coin flip analogy of what it took for Trump to win was yeah. less than flipping a coin twice. Whatever. I won't get into that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad Who the fuck wants to talk about the election anymore? For U.S. politics. Um, so you've recently been married. Is that correct? Yeah, in, uh, two weeks now. How was your wedding? It was awesome. I appreciate you not coming. I, I wasn't ever actually going to come, just so you know. Um, well, that's good, because Josh Moore was there, so I could have just talked to him there. Was he really? No, but I saw him the next day. <laughs> he I forget. He's like friends with your brother, right? Yeah, uh, he's like best friends with my brother. Their kids are around the same age and are okay. going to grow up to be best friends. I mean, you don't know that yet, but that's fine. I mean, I do. They're already planning for them to get married, so. Is it a boy and a girl, or are they gay? No, it's two girls, and they're just going to convince them to be lesbian lovers. That's actually decent parenting. I support that. Um, yeah, jo Josh is actually now my boss's boss, so I work with him sometimes. So I would oh. appreciate you not playing podcasts for him, if that'd be cool. Well, I already have a few picked out, so just don't piss me off, and I won't play him. Awesome. Off to a good start. So how many? How many? who was at your wedding from the league? Just Hudson? Uh, just Hudson, but we actually had a pretty large uh, Frisbee contingency there. Yeah, I saw some pictures on Facebook, like Zorro and like those younger kids were there, right? Yeah, Zorro Beta, Beta uh, Dory was there, uh, Vicky was there. I don't know if you know Vicky. Yeah, I know, uh, I know of her. Um, uh, and then like a bunch of guy like Hayes was there, um, a bunch of our year. We had we had about ten to fifteen frisbee people there. Solid. Was is your wife from Brandeis, or did you meet afterwards? No. Why would I ever date a Brandeis girl? I, I don't know. It's a mistake. I agree. Well, I assume you dated them while you were at Brandeis, first of all. But Yeah, and it was always a mistake. I agree with you. It is always a mistake. I just wasn't sure. Okay. But when you're at Brandeis, at least you have a reason to date a Brandeis girl. Yeah. I mean, dating... That's true. Dating a Brandeis girl after Brandeis is bad. It's terrible. Yeah. Fair. Um, did you rip your pants dancing at your own wedding? I think that's what most people want to know. I did not, but I did do the worm. Is that your move at every wedding? You just do the hey, worm? Uh, apparently, yeah. Um, my, a couple of my college friends that I go to weddings with, they always want me to do the worm. And I told them I wasn't going to do the worm at my wedding. But they got everyone in a giant circle and started chanting for me to do the worm. So you kind of have to. Was Hudson telling the truth about ripping your pants at multiple weddings? Uh, two, yes. That, um, it happened to be the same pair of pants that I got fixed. Oh, uh, okay. So that doesn't really count then. Because they're never uh, quite as strong. Exactly. And after that second wedding, I threw him out. It wasn't even like a suit I bought. It was a hand-me-down suit for my older brother that like was kind of okay and whatever. Got it. Where, where was where? Like Jersey somewhere? Where you guys are from? Uh, well, she's from Rockland County, which is an hour no north of the city. Um, and the wedding was like a half an hour north of where I live in Jersey. Got it. Got it. Or I'm from. Do you go on honeymoon anywhere or no? 
we're going to December, so we took a little time off. We just moved in together a week before the wedding. Um, wait, wait, wait. You, di- you don't live together? We do now. Yeah, but you didn't live together before being married? Officially, no, but she stayed at my apartment, like, every night. Yeah, it's dude, just... that's not the same. My internet dropped. Can you hear me? You fucking up, Narf. Yeah, I know. All right, so having, like, a girlfriend or fiancé who you spend some nights a week with is so far different than living with a girl. You guys well, might hate sure. each other and you don't know it. Well, we don't because most people who get married don't hate the person they're going to marry. I'm sorry that you feel differently, but um, I do not hate her and I'm pretty happy. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you don't hate her. That's a bold move. Was that like a religious thing, or you guys just didn't want to live together? Oh, clearly your phone dropped before I said it. Uh, her parents weren't going to pay for the wedding if we moved in together beforehand. Oh, I did not hear that. Wait. Oh, they wait. They would not have paid for it if you lived together? Correct. They're oh, very traditional. So it's like a traditional religious thing. Not even religious. It has nothing to do with religion. It's just they're very traditional. Okay. I will excuse you for that, because that's a fair point. So, I mean, she was over my place 13 out of 14 nights, but it just wasn't officially living together. So did she move into your place or you got a new place together? We got a brand new place. That's fucking awesome. Okay. That's smart. In, in, wait, where do you live? Queens still? Uh, yeah, I was in Astoria. I moved about a mile down the street to Long Island City, uh, which is Queensboro Plaza. Uh, there are a bunch of nice luxury buildings right there. Yeah, I've heard of that. There's, that's like a big subway stop, right? Yeah, uh, and it takes me 12 minutes to get to work on the subway. You still work in, like, Midtown and advertising and all that shit? I do. I work for a new agency. I actually got a job about a month ago um, working on a new account. So it's called CISO, which is NBC's... The fuck? Uh, Yeah, it might be my internet. I'm not positive. Let's try one more time. Get better internet. Are you at home? I have better internet. I've been talking about it all year. I have Fios. It's amazing. Well, clearly not. I have Fios, and I haven't dropped the call once. That's fair. Okay, so you've got some new account for NBC or something? Yeah, it's their comedy streaming app. So they have, like, 30 Rock, Parks Rec, SNL, all that shit. And then oh. they have their, their, like, originals on there. So Dan Harmon has a show called Harmon Quest on there. Yeah, I've heard of it. Is that good? I've heard of it. Uh, if you're into it, yeah. I mean, it's LARPing, so... Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not into that. Right. Um, but they have a bunch of, like, stand-up comedy shows. Uh, they, it's, yeah. It's Is it cool. free or paid? It's three ninety nine a month, but it's all comedy. So it's nothing else, no other type of shows. Hmm. Does it have, like, every episode of every NBC comedy? Uh, not everyone, but, like, a lot of the big ones. Like, uh, they have SNL, 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, The Office. Um, Community? Uh, I'm not sure if they actually, I don't believe they have community. Did they go Um, old like Seinfeld? They don't have Seinfeld, but that's because it's, uh, still being syndicated. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. 30 Rock's still syndicated, isn't it? Uh, not like Seinfeld, uh, because of the Hulu deal. Interesting. All right, I guess you know a lot more about the shit than me. So how many different, like, job, like, companies have you worked for since college? uh four i think and you've been out of school for like six years uh five loyalty fuse 
Uh, no, I keep getting like 25% raises with each of these jobs, so I'm pretty happy. I don't really care. And now I'll stay at this job because they're paying me well for a bunch of years. Didn't you think that about the last job, though? Won't you just move somewhere else in like six months when they have more shows to stream or something? Uh, if they give me another 30% raise, I might. Uh, I guess that's fair. Do you take a lot of Ubers in New York now? Uh, it's pretty much all I take. Haha, <laughs> yes. And the drivers it... don't sexually assault you, I bet. No, I sexually assault them, actually. Fine by, fine by me. I kind of have to because of Josh, so. Yeah, that's fair. And and Noah. Sure. I can't remember the last time I've seen or talked to Noah outside of this league. I asked him if he wanted to do a three-way pod this morning, and he said no. Because I'd actually scheduled him also and then forgot about it, so I wanted to just merge them, but he didn't want to do that. So you can be offended at that if you want. Sure. Noah, I'm offended, according to Narf. All right. Um, okay, so you live in New York. You now live with your new wife. You have a new job. That seems like a pretty good life update, right? Yeah, things are pretty good. And no one really cares about my life, so let's talk about some football. <laughs> okay, so you traded number three spot. Yeah. Did I you will... want Cam Newton the whole time? Yes, I wanted a quarterback the whole fucking time. Wide receivers were so deep, and I really thought that I wasn't going to get one of the top three quarterbacks by the eighth pick. If you're telling the truth, then I... I think that's a better move than I previously thought it was. Like, yes, you I would not have gotten a, a top three quarterback. Or actually, I know I wouldn't have. That's why I made actually, the fucking trade. I'm not sure about that. I think I took... No, I think you would have. Who did? Who were your top three? Rodgers, Newton, who did you have three? Breeze. Okay, so I took Breeze at, at 13, just so you know, or 14. Yeah, I mean, hindsight's fine, but going into the draft, I didn't think I was going to, you know... Cam and Rodgers went 2-3. I figured by... Also, I didn't think I would get the 8th pick. Um, Did, what do you mean you didn't I, think of the 8th pick? You traded after knowing what pick you had. N no, I didn't. I traded... Oh, right. I traded before we picked our picks. Wait, what? So we, ha we knew our draft order spots. Correct, of where we were picking where to draft. What did you have for that? Like 10 or something. Okay. And it turned out you could have gotten, like, the number two spot was open till the very end, right? It was either two or three? I, I could have gotten three, yeah. But before that, you traded with Hudson and, and then took his spot to draft early. Correct. Got it. So it really backed. So hindsight, you lost hindsight on both regards, that you could have had the early pick and you could have gotten Breeze at eight. Well, sure, but I'm okay with how things worked out because I traded. It ended up being I got Cam Newton. Which, Who has granted, not been great. Correct. He hasn't been great. Um, but I thought he was going to be. You know, he was my number one quarterback coming in. Breeze was two. Rodgers was three. Um, and then uh, the third round swap was Jordy for Cooks, which has been fine. Uh, Jordy's averaging 14 points a game. And Cooks is averaging 15 points a game. Yeah, it's fine. You're right. Jordy's probably more, without looking at it, I think Jordy's more consistent. And Cooks is a little more up and down. But the averages play out. Exactly. So I was fine with that, and I got the quarterback I wanted, so it was all good. Okay. And you have to remember that Cooks was my wide receiver, too. I drafted Keenan Allen, who got hurt. I, I remember you came out of the draft, I think, ranked number two. Like I, yeah, I, I had a fucking awesome draft, and then I lost my wide receiver one and my running back two after the first two weeks. Yeah, well, so Keenan Allen's always a little bit of an injury risk, like more so than other players, but I, I agree that that sucked. I was going back and forth between Keenan Allen and Mike Evans. Uh, Evans didn't go until the fourth pick in the third round. I got Allen the second to last pick in the second round. I was really going back and forth between them. Um, 
in between them. So what that means, what that means is, is, is had you not made that Hudson trade, you could have gone Newton, Allen, Evans. I could have, yes. So it's not necessarily that you traded Jordy for Cooks. It's that you lost the chance to draft Evans there. No, because I could have drafted Evans instead of Keenan Allen, which is what I was going to do. Okay, fine. But then you still so. But who's to say Keenan Allen wouldn't have dropped to the six more spots anyway? Sure, like, there are all these hypotheticals of what could have like happened if this Mitchell. happened and that happened. Like you can't really think about it that way because fucking Lionel drafted Jonathan Stewart with a third pick in the third round. So who the fuck knows? That, I mean, that works in your favor that he did not take a better wide receiver. Exactly, but Mike Evans could have gone. You know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought your team was good. You had Cam, you're the wideouts. Although Randall Cobb has not been not been great at all for you, I don't think. Fine, but I drafted him as my wide receiver three. Yep. So at wide receiver three, that's great value. It, you can't really say it's yes, but you have to think of him as your fourth round pick, not your third wide receiver. He was my fifth round pick. Fine. Really? I thought you went wideout. Who's your fourth? My fourth round pick was Latavius Murray hmm. as my running back one. All right, all right. You you had a you had a decent draft. Injuries have hurt you. The, the Woodhead one was really bad. I think he would have been good. Um, yeah, after, and that after was after Keenan Allen round. went down. Like the silver lining that is, it, it definitely would have increased Woodhead's value for you. Yeah, I was very excited about it. I, I think your voicemail is playing in the back. Yeah, with BIOS we got a house line. Yeah, they give everyone that for free. Why do you? But who even uses it? Uh, I actually use it to order food. Because service in my apartment isn't great. Okay. Um, Alright, so so where you're sitting right now, five and four, I think, tied with Priest for this, the five or six spots in the playoffs. I, yep. So, I, I, how, I mean, how do you feel about your season so far, considering all the injuries? You, you probably feel pretty good, I assume. Yeah, considering where I am now, I feel great about it. Um, I think if I go two and two these last four games i'm gonna make the playoffs so i'm pretty happy about that and i have not terrible um matchups i mean the next two weeks are tough i play you go um, yoni this week yep and anton next week but then i play noah and hudson um noah and yeah i mean hudson's team still has decent players they just yeah aren't good no noah's team's not good no noah's team's really bad so, I mean, if I go 2-2, two and two, I think I'm in the playoffs, so I'm feeling where I'm, I'm looking where you are in points scored, so 7-6. and six, pretty, pretty bad at points scored, so if it comes down to that, I'm not going to make the playoffs. Uh, you're 5th to worst, but the, yeah. you, you're at, you're only like 30 behind Priest, and the team's like, if there was a three-way tie, it'd be like you, Priest, and maybe like Yoni or Lionel get in there. Um, Yoni's below you, and Lionel's a little above you. Yeah, you. it could go either way. I don't want it to come down to points. So it's not it's not going to work in my favor. All right. So it's actually a good week to have you on as our probably most frequent trade um, proposer in this league. Four trades this week. I, I think one. I think that's a record. Um, my favorite is the Wilson for Bortles because I love like one player for one player trades of the same positions because yeah, it's, it's, it's clearly personal preference. Like there's no like oh I'm getting an edge here and losing an edge there. Yeah. Uh, I, I was actually thinking about doing that with you, Breeze, and Luck. You you did propose it to me. Um, you proposed Breeze. No, we were talking Mariota and a running back for. Yeah, Breeze. but then you up and I said fuck no, and then you upgraded to to Luck in a running back, and then you decided to take the running back off the table. 
Yeah. Well, the running back with Luck was never on the table. Okay. It was Mariota and a running back for Breeze. I, I, or... I will not trade you Breeze for Luck straight up. And I Luck's been fine, but I, I would not make that trade. That's fine. I'm I'm happy with having Luck um, for the season. So what? Luck's been um, great. But Wilson Wilson Bortles, like who do you who do you like in that in that matchup? Yeah. Uh, I was talking to CB about it as he was making it, and I'm pretty happy he made it because he made it with Yoni, and I think that Bortles is worse this week than uh, Russell Wilson, so it helps me because I'm playing him. Um, so I was pretty happy about that. Uh, I think they're pretty close. You Bortles know, is, is putting up 22 a game right now, and Wilson's 16. So that's, that's like a pretty big gap. I know Wilson's been hurt. Yeah, Wilson's been hurt. I think he's healthier now. Um, I think they're, I essentially have them like back to back rest of the season, pretty close. Um, I think they both have one tough matchup in the playoffs and one, uh, easy matchup in the playoffs. So it's a toss up. It's really personal preference. It really doesn't shake up too much. And they both had buys. I think they both had buys. Yeah, they both had buys. Um, so Bortles tough matchup. Is so. What are you saying? So he goes Minnesota week fourteen at Houston's been actually good against the pass at Houston week fifteen. Yeah, that's his tough matchup. Minnesota's not easy either, although they might be falling apart. Exactly. Uh, I think earlier in the season they were, you know, much better. They're falling off. Um, so so Bortles though, like the the title game, he's got the week sixteen Tennessee that at home. That's a great matchup. While Wilson goes to Arizona, so, or I mean home to Arizona. So right. But week 13, 14, 15, he has Denver, Minnesota, and Houston. So he's got to get to week 16. So it's interesting. So CB, wait, CB got Russell Wilson, right? Correct. That's what's weird to me is because CB is playing playing for a championship here. Yoni's playing to get into the playoffs. So CB's playing for a championship and and just took the deal with the worst title game matchup. Yeah, but he has a good way of, you know, the... Week 14 and 15, he's got the Packers and the Rams, which are good. Um, I think he can slide by if he wants to. He can play Kaepernick in the finals. He probably won't, but he does have L.A. Yeah, and, and I like, guess and week 13, Bortles goes Denver. Um, which yeah, is Denver, week- Houston, Minnesota are 13, 14, 15 for Bortles. So. It's a weird trade for both of them because, yeah, Yoni's going to be like – Week 13 is almost definitely going to be a playoff game for Yoni. Like, I'd be shocked if he's clinched before then. He's 4-5 and five now. He basically have to win out to clinch before then. Correct. So he, he now has Bortles at week 13 against Denver. Um, exactly. It, so like, I thought it, CB came out on top, but it's I, pretty close. I feel like they each had the player that was better for them originally and then just swapped for some reason. Um, I, I would take Bortles. I think he's looking like he did last year where he's going to put up, like, 20 points every fourth quarter. Um. But well, yeah. I think Russell Wilson's going to do better. So I hear a fifty dollar bet coming on. Oh God! All right, total points from here on out uh, through week sixteen, not including seventeen. Agreed. So cool. what, week ten through sixteen, total points. I've got Bortles. You've got Wilson. Done. All right, fifty bucks. Lock it in. Um, that's the easiest trade to to look through. Um, Obviously. How do you so Newton? So you had the the big blockbuster like Newton and Graham for Luck and Gurley. Yeah, I was shopping Newton for a long time with a lot of people. I had a trade pretty much on the board with Lionel before he ghosted me. Uh, it was Kirk Cousins and Jonathan Stewart for um, Cam. For Cam straight up, one for two? Yeah. Ooh, I, that's a good deal for you. I'm proud you know, of Lionel for not accepting that. Uh, no, 
I was like contemplating whether or not I wanted to do it. Um, it was before Kirk went off on his big week, so it was a couple weeks ago. But it all depends on how you what you think Cam's gonna do the rest of the season. Like if you either think it's a down year for him or you think he's gonna do what he did last year, but he has I don't know. Like I personally at this point I just think it's a down year for him. So I was kind of getting a little greedy. I thought I could have gotten more for Cam Newton, um, so I didn't do it. And Kirk has. Um, He's got Dallas, Arizona, and Carolina as three of his last six games or whatever. Kirk does? So, Wait, you're talking about Kirk or Cam Newton? Cousins. Okay. Yeah, and Jonathan, I told like for as much shit as Lionel got for drafting Jonathan Stewart, he's definitely a startable running back. Like, he's borderline an RB1 on, like, bye weeks. Well, I mean, now that he's back and healthy, but... Well, the first five weeks, the first five weeks of the yeah. season, he put up nine points total. Yep, and actually he had four last week, so I'm overstating Jonathan's story. He, he yeah. okay, RB one was a stretch. He's like a mid tier RB two, but he is startable. Well, that's typical of you, Narf. You over exaggerate everything, so it makes sense that you would call him an RB one. Um, my running backs have proven to be amazing. All right, so we got fifty dollars. Right, they're the dollars. they're the best running back combo in the league, right? Well, I mean, Hudson's. It's not like Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley have really worked out for Hudson that well. Um, I would still take them over your running backs. Okay, so you you have Gurley now. You gave well, up you gave up Jimmy Graham, but you have who's your other tight end? I have Kyle Rudolph, but I'm fine with streaming tight ends. There are a bunch on the waivers that I can pick up, and you know I kind of consider unless you get a top three tight end, it's a streaming position. Um, maybe I think there's probably more than three, but I mean Gurley and Newton are, are very similar with like tons of high expectations and upside and both have really underperformed do you you think like do you have more faith that Gurley turns it around than newton i i yes i do um but it was also the value that i was getting it at so i think i a desperately needed a running back this week i had a lot i had riddick and murray on buys this week so i had geo bernard going and no other running back that i could run i mean if Carlos Hyde is out. I could run Dejon Harris, who I picked up before last week. But I think I Carlos play him. Hyde is out this week. Yeah, I think he's game time decision. Okay. I don't know if they necessarily whatever. Um, I also picked up Robert Kelly from Washington that I could have streamed in. Um, but I really did want a running back down the stretch to go with Latavius Murray, and also now I have running back death, which in my opinion is one of the toughest positions to have depth at. So I have some trade bait before the deadline. I've got so a ton if anyone of running needs back a running depth. back. They're, they're all just bad. Mine? No, mine. Oh, yeah. I uh, have good running backs. I, I would... Theo Riddick... Riddick and Gio Bernard are both going to be on my bench. Riddick is averaging 11.5 points this season, and he's got some awesome matchups the rest of the way. He's got he's on a bye this week, but he's got Jacksonville next week. He's got New Orleans in Week 13, which... Not great, but then he's got Chicago, which is a good matchup. Giants, who can't stop the run and Dallas in the playoffs, or in the championship game. So he's got some good matchups coming up. No, I, I agree with you there, that Riddick, that Riddick is good. I didn't realize, uh, Gio, I didn't realize he'd been as consistent as he had. He's had like four straight, like, double-digit games. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, like I said, I have great running back death. Anyone that wants a running back, I'm willing to walk, talk trades. Yeah, that's not bad. What do you, uh, uh, skip off fantasy for a sec, what about the Giants? You think they're a playoff team? Oh yeah, they're they're finally coming to their groove. Um, no hesitation think, on that. No, uh, I mean they're they've won three straight now. Uh, they went two. They won their first two, lost their next three, then won their next three. Um, they play Cincinnati this week, who 
people are just kind of thinking they're good because of the name of the team, but their pass defense actually, I think, 30, 31st in the league, um, and our run game's terrible, so it's going to be a high-passing offense against a terrible defense. Yeah. Um, I actually think Beckham's going to be the lead scorer of the week. You guys also have the head. You already beat Dallas, right? Week one, that's their only loss, I think? Yep. Yeah, so when do you guys play again? End of the season? Uh, three weeks, I think. Yeah, so you would even have a decent chance of catching them for the division if you beat them yeah. again. Yeah, and our next three games are actually very good. We play Cincinnati this week, and then we have Chicago and Detroit. Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, the Eagles are falling apart. I'm, I've given up on Carson Wentz for this season. Yeah, he had so much hype, and then people realized who he was and figured him out. Well, and... he had no hype going into the season. He had so much hype when we were 3-0, and and he had like seven TDs and zero picks. What do you mean? He definitely had hype. What did they trade up for him? The second pick? Yeah, but we... Oh, like, how's, oh, that, how's that not hype? He was drafted second overall. Because, because like four weeks through training camp, he was projected to be the number two or number three quarterback. He wasn't going to start until we traded Bradford. He took like 20 preseason snaps and threw 10 passes. As soon as you guys drafted Carson Wentz, I knew Bradford was getting traded. Probably, but we didn't give Carson Wentz the first team preseason look, so I'm not sure the whole Eagles knew about that. And we brought in Chase Daniel, like... I, I there was hype for sure, but there was like no hype. He would pref- no one thought he was gonna be good. He started his rookie game with like no preseason experience. Like no one thought that was gonna go well. Like even even like me and Eagles fans were expecting him to get crushed, and then he was great, and then I hyped him up a ton, and then Hudson picked him up, and I think Hudson thought he was good when he's not. Yeah, he's not, and I'm so happy that the Eagles are crumbling because fuck the Eagles. You don't are the Eagles are are they your your least favorite rival, or do you hate the Cowboys more, or Redskins? No, I definitely hate the Eagles more. Really? Also partly, well, because I'm from Jersey and I was only an hour 15 out of Philly, I had a ton of Eagles fans in high school. Okay, that's fair. So, uh, I fucking hate Eagles fans. They're pieces of shit, which explains a lot about you, Narf. Thank you, Fuse. Uh-huh. Right. Eagles fans are generally not good people. I agree with that. Um, yeah, you throw batteries at Santa. They're generally not good people. Uh, Sixers, Sixers fans with Joel Embiid, though, are the just other... Just look who your state voted for. That should be all you have to say about Eagles fans, We're not, right? we're not talking about the election. Um, a, a lot of states voted for a lot of people. That's, that's all. It was, it, was, it was bad. Yeah, but only one state are Eagles fans. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Half of South... Like, the majority of South Jersey are Eagles fans. Half of Jersey's Eagles fans. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Um, okay. Distracting myself. Back to fans. So... It's okay. You get easily distracted. Okay. I'm going Bortles over Wilson in that first trade. I right. hate we already to made a bet say on it. I think you have the better end of this. I actually think you win in both positions. I would take Luck over Newton and probably Gurley over Graham. I would too. That's why I made the trade. Um, Beasley Bradford is just like barely worth talking about. Um, well, the problem with that is I had a bunch of offers on the table for Bradford, including Jamison Crowder for Bradford, and he would rather take Cole Weasley, which I'm not really sure why, but ever I, since, I have... Ever since I dropped Beasley in week four and Hudson promised me I could pick him up the next week, he's been amazing. Um, I, so, oh, that's why you you put out the Crowder for Beasley? Yeah, um, I have Crowder finishing like way above Beasley for the rest of the season. So if anyone wants to take that bet, I'm more than happy to take that bet. Shut, shut the up. fuck up, Lemon. Fuse, don't say that to my dog. Um, I haven't looked up. Beasley's been solid. I've not looked up Crowder's stats. Um, Crowder's been great. I'll re- listen. I'll read you just the past five yeah, weeks. Yeah, 11, of Crowder. 17, 24. The last three, and he's got yeah. two touchdowns. But the, I mean, that's is he okay? So is Deshaun Deshaun's been out, right? And is and Pierre Garcon is still there? Like, 
When Deshaun comes back, he's probably losing targets. Maybe. I mean, he he has back-to-back. And, and Jordan Reed's been games. out. Like, there, there's players coming back to take targets from Jamison Crowder. I mean, yes, these are all the reasons why I traded him, but I still think he's going to be better than Beasley down the stretch. All right, so you traded him for Tannehill, who... Uh, these are just boring trades. Uh, well, I needed a second QB this week, and when Mariota's on a bye week 13... So it was kind of just a fill-in. I mean, my two QBs are Mariota and Luck, but he's Tannehill's a fine bye week fill-in. Yeah, he's fine. I'll actually give CB credit. I, the Kaepernick pickup was a good move. I had him on my waivers also, and CB got him before me. Yeah, um, I actually dropped him because I needed to fill another position one week, and I wanted to wanted to pick him up the following week. Yeah. Um, he was my my bench QB for a while, and he was going to be my fill-in when these guys had buys, but. I yeah. lost out on him, and it is what it is. So, like, last week against New Orleans, hard to read that much. But the, the previous two weeks, like, 66 and 84 rushing yards, like, if if you get that much rushing, you don't need to do a lot passing. And, like, clearly he's going to get better. He had taken no preseason and, like, hadn't played in yeah. two years. Like, if, if he just throws for, like, 200 yards and, like, a touchdown and a pick every game and then rushes, he's, def- he's, he's startable. And he's got tons of upside. Yeah, he's got a ton of upside. Um and I believe, I'm just pulling it up now, um, he's got a good playoff matchup, too. He's got the Jets, Atlanta, and the Rams in the playoffs, which are all great matchups. I thought he played and then Arizona, week 13 to get into the playoffs is Chicago. Chicago. So, so he's, he's really got some good matchups. And honestly, Miami's not even great. New England's defense has been a mess. He goes Arizona this week and then doesn't have a hard D the rest of the way. Yeah, so he's a great villain. Damn, so if CB had just kept Bortles, I'd say he would have... Good quarterbacks, but Kaepernick, no, because well, I know Kaepernick was fucking choir, but yeah, um, that might be good. So, all right, I think those are the four trades. Moose has now traded like seven wide receivers this season, I think. Yeah, but Moose also sucks and can't set a lineup week to week. So Moose is the same record as oh no, he's not the same record as you. You're five and four. Moose is only four and five. He's he's winning games somehow. Uh, yeah, but he's also last in points by, like, a lot. He's, yeah, he's got Taylor and, on bye this week. His his team is not good. James White's going to lose out. Only Deion me Lewis and Lamb have less points against us on the season, so yeah. his team's not good. Yeah, those Denver wideouts are just looking worse and worse. He's, he's starting Darren Sproles. Um, yeah, Fuse hey, actually... At least he's not starting Arian Foster this week. So we have to give him some credit. I don't think he started Foster once he retired. I think he just kept him on his roster. For like three weeks. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, Vigo dropped Jimmy Graham when he couldn't yeah, put him I... on IR, who is now the number two tight end in fantasy and a major trade piece. Yeah, I'm really happy that A, he dropped him, and B, didn't pick him up off of waivers ahead of me. Yeah, because he, he dropped him having the number one waiver spot, which I thought he was going to do, and then didn't. Yeah, I was, I think, three or four on waivers, and I got them, so I was happy about that. All right, so so you think you're a playoff team, I guess. Who who would you put number one in the power rankings this week? Oh, man, we haven't had power rankings in, like, seven weeks. It's, it's so tough it, to tell. It's been quite a while. They'll come it, back one day. I would not rank myself number one this week. I will admit that. Um, CB with Kaepernick looks strong. It might be fucking Lamb Chop, though. I'm not sure. Uh, I would actually put uh, Anton. You think? In one spot, yeah. I, I'm still not 100% sold on Melvin Gordon, like, being this good. He's and the he, number one running back. He has 11 touchdowns so far, which is 
the most any running back had all of last season. Sure. Okay. So that is fine. He has all that. And like, that's a reason why I don't think he will be that good. Like his yardage is, it's even good recently. His yardage is good. It has not been good for most of the season. Like if he just stop, if he does not score this many touchdowns, which is a historic pace, he won't be as good. No, because he's also catching the ball. The last three weeks, these are his last three weeks. Week seven, six catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. Week eight, four catches for 44 yards. Week nine, four catches for 65 yards. That goes on top of 68, 111, and 196 he's, yards rushing. He's had three very good games in a row. He I, has 90 points in the last three weeks and has an awesome schedule rest of the season. Granted, Houston's not good. Uh, Carolina, not a good Carolina's run D is a lot better than their pass D. But That's he has, true. He's Oakland and Cleveland in the week 15, 16. He's looking yeah. good there. And Anton's going to have a bye in week 13 or week 14 anyway. So yeah, he, Oakland and Cleveland for him in the playoffs is gold. Saying it, I, I wouldn't say you have Anton as a, as a lock for a bye. Like, I think it's pretty up in the air between those, between those four teams. Um, you want to make a bet on that too? Um, I want to think about it before we just keep making bets left and right. But Well, that's fine. I'm pretty confident about my bets, especially because I came prepared. So Okay. I did not come that prepared. Um, well, you so, never do. So, so that's, that's why most of your podcasts are terrible. Anton goes – oh, he plays you next week. So you're saying that's a win for Anton? Yes, I do. I think I'm going to lose next week to Anton, but I think that as long as I go 2-2, two and two, I'm in the playoffs. Then he goes Narf in Week 12. That game could be for a bye. And then he goes... Um, I remember when we talked schedule. Then he goes LC in Week 13. Like He might have the hardest schedule of anyone left. He's got three above 500 teams. Who does he play this week? Um, he plays so- Moose this week, though, so he'll be... He'll get that win. He'll be seven, seven and three. three. And then if he and goes think, two and one the rest of the way, like nine and four, maybe a bye, maybe not. Like, I think nine and four definitely gets him a bye. But that's so that's assuming he beats you. I don't know. He could lose to me and LC very easily. I don't think Anton is a, is a lock for a bye. Um, all right. So, but I mean, that's all about Melvin Gordon. You like Eli. I mean, I guess you like Eli better than me. He's still, like, he's got like two good games all season for fans. Yeah, but he. I mean, the Giants always fucking do this. They start off super slow and then pick it up the end of the season and make a run. And I think now that the wide receivers are all kind of grooving um, and they're going to start passing the ball a lot more. Um, they have Cincy this week, which is terrible uh, pass defense. Chicago, which is terrible. Cleveland, which is terrible. Pittsburgh is going to be a tough matchup. Um, Dallas, I think they'll be able to throw the ball, and then Detroit and Philly. So he's got a good schedule the rest of the season. Yeah, fucking Spencer Ware is the the bane of my existence this season. With Gordon and Spencer Ware, his running backs are good. If Eli and Stafford, as Stafford's been really good. JJ, and Julio and Mike Evans are both top three wide receivers. I, I know, they're one and two. <laughs> you could have said top two. Um, I, I didn't know if they were both yeah. one and two. And then J.J. Nelson is actually like officially the number two in Arizona now, which if that offense gets going has upside. Um, I haven't really watched a lot of Jets. Quincy and Nunez had some. He's been okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's got the Jets, are, the Jets are just terrible. Yeah, so Anton doesn't have Anton doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. Um, like and it, actually, if I were Anton, I probably wouldn't even start Quincy and Nunez this week. I would actually probably start Bennett. Um, I think he's going to have a big week this week against Seattle. They play good against tight ends, dude. Um, yeah, their, their, their safeties can cover, but. I think that's going to be focused on Gronk, and Bennett's going to be able to get some looks. Yeah, I mean, Bennett's last three have been 7-1-5, but... Yeah, 
I don't think he's been good the last, but he's been a little hurt. I think the bye week helped him. Yeah, he still got a questionable designation. Um, and uh, going back to 2011, and this is one of the reasons why I was so high on uh, Bennett coming into the season. Um, that's why I drafted him. Uh, I the last I think it was 2011 when it was Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. Yeah, um, Hernandez was great. Yeah, so I think Bennett's gonna have a big week this week. You didn't? Did you draft Bennett or did you pick him up free agency week one? I drafted Bennett in the 14th round. Okay, that's a decent pick. And then you dropped him a couple weeks later. Okay. Uh, yeah, I because of the injuries, I needed to get some other depth positions. All um, right. I'll I'll live I'll live with Anton. I actually think Anton, CB, and Yo and uh, LC are are like the one, two, three in some order. And I'm probably closer to like. I don't think preseason is good. I think you and me are probably four or five. Um, but, yeah, I would agree with that. Who, so who who would you go number two, CB or LC? Um, I probably have to go LC, unfortunately. Um, but. So, Al Alshon, I'm an I'm an Alshon fan. When Cutler's in, I think he'll produce more. Um, like him, AJ Green, he's got the quarterbacks, and then yeah, and Alshon like, has a much better schedule the rest of the way. Tampa Bay is going to be tough this week. Giants is not a great matchup. Our pass defense is pretty good, uh, but then Tennessee, San Francisco, Detroit, Green Bay, and Washington. Yeah, I, I I'm not sold on Shady. I think he like had, he had a good couple games like in the early season i know he's been banged up um i just don't think that offense is that great down the stretch um yeah but they love to run the ball and again another player who has great matchups the rest of the way cincinnati jacksonville oakland pittsburgh's going to be tough but then cleveland miami in the playoffs yeah so it's all it's all about the matchups at this point for these top teams uh in the playoffs and he's got them and i think brady's just gonna go on a giant fuck you but he does have jets and denver in the playoffs but it is tom brady would you trust winston though like he he, he can have great games and he can have pretty bad games too and he's got um, oh, he's got I mean, new he's orleans, got new orleans he's, he's got, got new orleans, orleans twice in the playoffs <sighs> fuck that's true i mean dallas is a good d and then he's got casey and seattle to get there but the game there doesn't matter uh and san diego it's easy yeah, yeah. I, I okay i would go anton i'm with you anton one lc2 CB, the more I look at his team, like, neither Dez or Brandon Marshall has been good this season. Like, they're both high draft picks and, like, high pedigree receivers. But, like, yeah. I, I don't – like, his receivers are not untouchable. Like, Anton's are actually significantly better right now. Correct. And, and, um, and Kristen Michaels hurt. Um, Carlos Hyde is hurt. Derrick Henry was hurt, but I think he's better now. Um, Deion Lewis is coming back, but he's got some real running back depth issues. Yeah, I mean, even, like, it's hard to say Antonio Brown hasn't been good. He's fourth, and he's averaging 18 a game. But he hasn't been, like, untouchable either. Like, he has, he's not, his high for the season's 23, I think. He hasn't had, like, oh, sorry, 31 week one. And since then, 23. He hasn't had, like, number one player consistent games. Yeah, I, three of the last four weeks he put up 18 points. That's pretty consistent. No, no sure, that's consistent. Um, but, like, I, I don't, I'm not sure 18's enough if you draft number one overall. I think you want more than that from him. Well, I mean, look at a guy like Beckham, um, who has these big games every now and then, but isn't necessarily as consistent as a guy like Antonio Brown. Who would you rather have? If I had to choose right now, I would take Beckham over Antonio Brown. Well, rest of the season, but looking at Beckham's numbers since week 
four. He had 3.8, 14, 42, 7, and 18. So it's it's. would you rather have that or four straight weeks of 18 points? I mean, it, it depends on the rest of your team and what you need each week. I, I, I like players. Like, 42 almost wins you a week. Like, I, I like players that have games that do that. And Antonio Brown Well, yeah, but Antonio too. Brown can totally do that on next week against Cleveland. Uh, yeah, he could, especially because Ben, ben was playing week nine, but clearly was not healthy and right. like, doing things right. Like, Antonio Brown, next week when he plays Cleveland, can go off for 40 points. Okay. We got the top three. We don't need to argue between who's four and five of us. Who gets in the playoffs? Yoni, Priest, and then Lionel or Moose are right there also in the record. Well, Lionel and Moose aren't going to make the playoffs. Lionel's um, team isn't that bad. Moose, Moose's team clearly is. Like Lionel's got Rodgers, who's playing well, and Cousins. He's got quarterbacks. Um, yeah, but that's it. No, he, I mean Michael Thomas is good and Jay Ajayi actually. And John, like Ajayi and Jonathan Stewart are startable. He's got Doug Martin who might play eventually. It seems not terrible. Like his team looks like if they made the playoffs with six seed, like I wouldn't say that's a joke. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Um, his wideouts are bad. His wideouts are really bad, especially with John Brown not really playing anymore. Yeah, um, I mean, I just, I mean, Yoni's team isn't great. I don't think he's making the playoffs. Um, and then Priest's team. Priest with Roethlisberger back looks better. Um, he had a couple bad injuries, I think. Though I didn't play, he played CB this week. Um, Ingram Ingram had his first good game last week. He's starting Rashad Jennings though. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. And the Giants' run game is fucking terrible. I don't know why anyone started Giants yeah. running back. And Priest um, looked good early in the season when Marvin Jones was putting up like the huge numbers and has really slowed down. I, I probably actually now looking at this more in depth will give Lionel the sixth spot. It, it's I kind of agree. Me and Anton picked that a week ago. Like I can't say Priest is good, and I really hope he doesn't make the playoffs after saying he doesn't even try to win the league ever. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he was trying to get at. Maybe he was just trying to downplay it, but it doesn't seem like it. He honestly maybe just doesn't care enough about winning or. I don't yeah. know. And that was is, a weird thing to say. What is Yoni? So Yoni's got Bortles and Rivers, so his quarterbacks are good. David Johnson's been great. And then, like, there's no one else on his team that is actually good. Like, his, his all three of his wideouts, I mean, Allen Robinson maybe will play better if Jacksonville keeps scoring in the fourth quarter. But, and I think Hearns is out. Uh, is Hearns out? I think, I think he's questionable. I think he's, I think he's still in the concussion protocol. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, I mean... Edelman, like, Tevin Coleman's hurt. Devontae Booker was a good pickup. Had a bad week against Oakland last week. But I think he's going to get involved in the passing game this week against New Orleans. And then it has Jacksonville, Tennessee, New England. Yeah, Uh, he's he's got a bye, though, and Yoni needs wins desperately. Yeah. And he doesn't have any running back who's healthy besides C.J. Procise um, on his bench. So if you need a running back, I have him. Put the trades out there. Um, all right, so Yoni, yeah, it's, I'm, it really might be Lionel if he can get, and he's playing me this weekend, um, and I've got two starters on bye, so he's got a decent chance of beating Yoni's me. not playing you this no, weekend. No, no, Lionel is. Uh, so I'm looking, I'm trying to think if I'm sure I think your team gets in. Um, so you've got, yeah, you got the players on bye this week. you got Luck and Mariota. Mariota's been really good recently. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, he's got 30 and three of his last five. Um, yeah. 
and he's got a ton consistent. of touchdowns in the last five games. He's also uh, got Denver KC 14-15, which isn't great for you because it'd be tough for you to get a buy here. Uh, I'm not playing for the buy. I'm not going to get it. Yeah, you're not. So I'm saying, so week 14, the first week of the playoffs, you're going Mariota at Denver. Um, Lux got Houston, Minnesota. It's like neither of those have easy playoff matchups, really. Except they both have good week 16s if you get to the title game, but not 14 or 15. Yeah. Um, it, it, dep- it depends on how good Todd Gurley is going to be. Gurley and Murray could be really good. And then Randall Cobb. I mean, Terrell, you like Terrell Pryor? Yeah, I'm huge on Terrell Pryor. And I, I've i thought this like a bunch of weeks back. I'm not so sure of it anymore. Um, I actually thought he'd come in at quarterback, but he's playing so well at wide receiver. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. No, I so that's, also don't think it's going to happen. Well, when I first picked him up, I that was what I had in mind, picking him up at wide receiver, and he would be playing quarterback. And he actually came in for a few snaps in that game right after I picked him up at quarterback. Um, but now he's just... I think he's the only startable Brown on the team um, for fantasy. And this week he had five or whatever last night, Thursday night, he had five for 48. No other player on the Browns had five targets. So, yeah, I mean, Dave, like who's their quarterback? Like it goes back and forth between McCown and Kess. Like he'll McCown and Kessler all the time. Right. And I think he was going to get some garbage time. I, uh, I, as a wide receiver three, I think that's got tremendous upside for me. I think he's closer to wide receiver two even. Mm, yeah. Okay. I you I can I can live with that. He's he's had enough good games to say wide receiver two. Uh, yeah, and I have Tyrell Williams on my bench who, you know, has he had a good uh, game for you last week. That fucking once he had that touchdown, I did not think I was gonna win last week. Yeah. Um Alright. You got Tron Ranks Hughes? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, do you want to talk about any other matchups this week? Who's going to win? You want to pick them or? All right, we can pick the matchups this week. Um, so me and Lionel, he's actually, the projected points are dead even. I'm, I think Lionel's actually going to win this week. I've got Moncrief and Amari Cooper on by. He's got no one on by. I had a decent game from Steve Smith and an okay game from Terrence West, but no like standouts. I will pick Lionel over me this week. I assume you're going to agree. Uh, I'm actually going to give you the nod <laughs> right. um, this week. And really the only reason is a lot of people are predicting Drew Brees isn't going to have a great week against Denver. But two of their corners are out. Akeep leaves out. Another corner, I forget his name right now, is out. Yep. One of their defensive ends is out, so they're not going to get as much pressure on him. I actually think this is going to be an off week for the Denver defense. And Brees is going to put up Brees-like numbers. When Drew Brees plays at home... He is awesome. Uh, his home his home point totals this week are 41, 32, 43 against Carolina, 23 against Seattle, yep. and now has Denver. I, so I think he really plays well at home, and I think he's going to be the reason you win this week. I, I agree with you on that. I'm, I'm not that worried about Denver. I, I, I don't – like, he, it's, it's home road for him. It's not matchups. I think Fleener will do nothing against Denver, though. Um, Fleener never does much for me anyway, so – I'll take Breeze. I need. I mean, I'm starting Kenny Britt. It's against the Jets, but I need. I need something. I need Lamar Miller to finally play well again. Um, yeah, um, but I don't think Garrett Bunt's doing anything against Seattle. I think Jai is going to have a good day against San Diego. Um, Michael Thomas. Same reason why I think Breeze is going to have a good day. I think a lot of that's going to go to Michael Thomas, so that kind of hurts you a little bit. Yeah. But. Um, okay. 
Um, yeah, I, I think you have this matchup, but it's going to be probably the closest matchup of the week. Anton Moose. Is that um, just an Anton? Call it? Yeah. I, I don't even need to talk about Moose's team. It's terrible. Uh, LC Noah. That's probably just an LC. Call it. Yeah. Um, Vigo Hudson. They both suck. Uh, well, Hudson's favored think, by a lot. Yeah. And I don't think his team is that bad. Um, I mean, who knows? Vigo might start Frank Gore on a bye. So. Hudson's? You don't think Vigo's team is that bad or Hudson's team? I don't think Hudson's team is that bad. Um, they're not. But so I, they're two and seven. They're out of the playoffs. Um, totally. Um, I, like, Le'Veon hasn't... Le'Veon's been fine also. Like, it's the same as Antonio Brown. He's been really good and consistent, but he hasn't had huge games. Like, that... I guess Ben's been out and the offense just hasn't clicked, really. Yeah, but since he's come back, he's had double digits in every game, so... No, he, he's really... But but if he had not had the knee injury, he would have been probably the number one wideout taken. I, I think most... Or, sorry, running back. I think running most people back. would agree with that. Yeah, um, and the Cowboys actually have a pretty good run defense. Um but I don't think they've faced a running back as good as Le'Veon on the season so far. No, they haven't. Um, Vigo's got Gore on by, Lions D. Hilton's on by, who's like his best player. Yeah. Vigo's team is terrible. I don't think, Vigo also does not care about this league at all anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll give that to Hudson. We then get to the two decent matchups. Um, we'll save you for last. So, CB Priest, good, strong playoff implications in this one. Yeah, this is a great matchup. Um I think, and again, very close in points projected. Um, Chris and Michael, I don't know if he's going to play. Um, he came on the injury report on Friday, which is never good to see. Yeah, um, and Carlos Hyde is still like day to day, also. I think. Yeah, and Des Bryant is still hurt. Um, so he's got some. He's got some injury issues. Um, so I think that uh, Priest is going to win this game. Do you think he's going to start Tannehill over Cutler, or do you think he's going to leave Cutler in? They both have good matchups. Uh, I just drafted. Oh, you just fucked that. I knew I was yeah. doing something wrong. Okay. All right. But, and Kaepernick's the one on the bench. He's not going to play him against Arizona. Okay. Correct. You, you, what did uh, you say? You think Priest has this? Yeah, but it's going to be pretty close. I mean, 21 from the Ravens was huge for him. Yeah. Uh, I think Mark Ingram has a bounce back day against denver i think he's going to get involved in the passing game oh well i mean he had 33 last week it's not yeah, really not bounce back. back he had his first good game of the season last week yeah demarco against green bay and like i said i think beckham's gonna have be the weeding scorer of the week and gonna win him this week is Dez is a questionable but is he healthy he's a full participant this week i mean Dez against pittsburgh could be a good breakout game for him their pasty is not good yeah and like, I mean, dallas could easily be trailing in that game what it really comes down to is I think Beckham's just going to win Priest the week. Okay. I, I think I think Beckham is good. Um, all right. Ooh, who do I... I, I got to root for CB there. Just... Um, I'm not quite comfortable... Like, just because of my history of not making the playoffs, I'm not quite comfortable saying I'll make the playoffs yet. So, like, I, if, if Priest loses, it's a much better chance of me getting in. If CB loses, I have a better chance of a one seed. I think I'm going to root for CB in this one. I just want to get in. Um... And then you and Yoni. This would be a rough, rough loss for Yoni at four and six. Yeah. I think Yoni needs this win more than I do. Um, and I think it's going to be a tough matchup. I need I need some big weeks in order to win this game. You both, you need this win pretty bad. I, I wouldn't say that. He needs it more, but if you lose, you're five and five. So is Yoni. You're, you're not great in points scored. You, yeah, but I think, I, I think I'll beat Noah and 
Hudson and make the playoffs at seven and six. Okay. Um, you do you get Tannehill in time before this week? Yeah, it comes in in like two hours. Okay, so Tannehill's your OP spot. You don't have a kicker right now, but I assume you'll pick one up. Yeah, I won't pull you. Mariota, Bernard, David. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's projected on you by like forty points right now. He's starting. Yeah, but that's looks... without my quarterback and kicker in. It'll be closer to yeah, like a ten point. point. And he, he already had Coleman put up three. You got seven from prior, so whatever. Not a huge. And thing. really, what I'm counting on is what we've been talking about with your team or with Breeze. Um, I think Brandon Cooks is going to have a big touchdown this week. I think he'll have something like in the range of like five catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, or something like, you know, not much, um, not many receptions, but a big play that kind of gives him some points. Okay. Um, but that said, you're still picking Yoni. No, I mean, I'm not going to pick against myself. I, why would I come on the podcast and pick against myself? Anyone could do that. I already said I think Lionel might beat me this week. Yeah, but why would you ruin your team's morale? All right, I am going to root for... I'm rooting for Yoni over you, for the records. Rooting for CB over Priest. But I want, so I really want Noah to beat Lamb Chop, even though that won't happen. And I, I would love Moose to beat Anton, too, but that really won't happen. Yeah, I would, too, but... All right. Hit me with the Tron ranks, Fuse. All right. So, it's about to get real, but top three, oh, bottom three God. of people you would kick out of the league. <laughs> That's not that real. Um, it, it, it could get worse. Um, you want to go bottom first? Yeah, bottoms go first. Top three, bottom three people I would kick out of the league. I mean, it's So, gonna... bottom three are the first three you would kick out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Um, I, I can't... I'm like a year away from putting Vigo on this list. He's not going to make it, but he's going to get honorable mention. Um, Vigo's got like a lot of good stuff stored in the bank, but he's done nothing for like having a good team or participating in any league activities the last couple of years. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know if he would come to a live draft, but I, I, I'm not putting Vigo in yet. Uh, I, I got to go Moose as a number one. Sorry, Moose. Um, all the reasons I always say. Plus, you can come to Philly and don't even hang out with me anymore, so I don't even know what's going on. Um, I'll put Lionel number two also, and he'll get pissed at me if he listens to this and if he knows who's talking on the show, because those aren't givens anymore. But, like, having Randall come on podcast sometimes is a plus, and I like talking to Lionel, but he's... I don't know. He, he, I, don't, he's, I still don't really think he tries that hard. He didn't really convince me of that last week. And so third bottom. So you think I'm going to pick you. Um, you're, you've taken over like from Lamb Chop as a primary troll in this league, or at least to me. Um, well, sure, because you're a piece of shit. You've always got him, Fuse. I, I'm, not even, I'm not even defending myself. Uh, fuck. Do I have Lamb mm. Actually, you know who I'm going to kick out? I'm going to kick out Lamb Chop because his only value was being a troll. And now he's just nothing. He doesn't even like have like witty comments or anything. He's just like, oh, Amazon's good, whatever. So I'm, I'm kicking out Lamb Chop. He hasn't come on a podcast in a while either. So Vigo honorable mentions. You and Vigo are my two honorable mentions. I've got Lamb Chop, Lionel, and Moose on the bottom, and everyone else is safe in my heart. So... We actually have a consensus on the bottom three, which should say something about this league, and we should start kicking people <laughs> out who suck. Um, Moose is obviously number one because he started Eddie Lacy on IR and kept Arian Foster on his bench for three weeks after he retired from the <laughs> fucking league. Um, you never know when they come back. 
Lionel's on the second bottom, uh, not so much as the reasons you said, mainly just because I think Randall would be much better and would rather hear her on podcasts than him. And number three is Lambchop, just because he's a fucking douche. Strong words. Um, top threes. Top three. You want to go first or me? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will go first. Um, so I can't put myself number one, so I won't. Um, I will put Anton number one, not only because he is the commissioner, but because he is a good personality and presence for the league. He comes on a lot of podcasts. He responds to emails and group me's and whatever all the time. He, he makes trades. He knows about fantasy. I, I would enjoy this league less if Anton was in it. I might never say that again. If Anton was not in it, I mean. Um, Anton's up there. I would clearly put Priest in this, but I'm not because of what he said about not trying to win. Um, which honestly makes it even worse when he can win and I can't. So Priest can be an honorable mention in the middle somewhere. I will go Anton. I will go... I'll go Yoni. Um, similar reasons to Anton. Yoni gives a different... It's good to get his perspective of like thinking he's a cool dad in Maine and making patios and stuff. Um, and just getting really angry when he loses every year. So Anton, Yoni... I don't even know if I like anyone else anymore because I can't put Priest. I'll put Frogger. Anton, Yoni, and Frogger. All Everyone right. else is just like... Like, CB and Hudson are just, like, neutral to me. Like, I could... Like, I don't have strong feelings either way on you guys right now. All right. Who do you got? Um, number one, I'm going to put you, um, mainly because if you weren't in this league, we wouldn't get power rankings every seven weeks. Thank so, you. at least we have that. Thank you. Um... Number two, I'm not going to put Anton just because I think, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think he's a great commissioner and very grateful for him organizing it all. But He's not a great commissioner. He makes up rules to help him all the time, but he does do the work. Right. That's what I mean. That's okay. what a great commissioner is. Um, number two, I'm actually going to put CB. I don't think I've actually ever met CB, um, but CB is always willing to talk trades and... Uh, actually have a conversation about the league which is nice okay um and number three i'm going to put yoni because uh pretty much for the same reasons talking trades we had very similar chana ranks top and bottom uh well it should say something about the league what does that say that we both agree that me and anton and yoni should say in the league and frogger all right and please. And Moose and Lionel should be kicked out. We can't kick everyone out. It's a league of friends. You, you don't do that to your friends. Is it, though? Do it's we actually like each other? Yeah, I, I agree. That's questionable. Um, and that's, But despite all that, I, you're in for a live draft, right? I have faith in that you would show up. Yeah, of course. I've been a big pro, uh, pro of getting live draft. Live drafts are awesome. Schedule it out over a couple days yeah. and actually do research about who your next pick is rather than taking 45 seconds the pick before. Yep. I agree. All right. It'll, so... it'll make the fee the league a lot more fun. If we do live draft, everyone should fucking go to Maine. What about in the past? You've offered to host it in Queens. Is that off the table now? No, it's never off the table, but no one ever will come here. How but do you I... know your wife would let you, you have very little experience in these situations because I married someone who would let me do that. Okay. 
Also, that... I have a club lounge, which has a view of New York City and a pool table that we could all hang out in. Uh, I'd rather go to Yoni's. I also have a pool. Uh, Yoni's got all that shit, too. We're like, dig a pool in his backyard. All right, oh, dudes, cool. thanks for coming on the pod. Um, maybe good luck making the playoffs if it doesn't affect me. And we'll talk later. Cool. See you at the live draft in Maine. Yep. Later.